John. Ron, what is happening? I got a terrible cold here, so my voice is a little bit under the weather, but uh, we're looking okay. I know, and I, I yeah, you, you sound a little a little verklempt, a little um, congested there. Yes, just a little bit. I don't understand though. It's like sixty five degrees outside in Chicago in February. You should be you should be good. It's actually warmer outside than it is in his basement. <laughs> Again with the basement stuff. Can we just do the podcast from the new room when you build a new room where, where there's heat and light and sure. sunlight? Well, there's light. We just have to move the, the blinds over yeah, there. The there yeah, there we go. Yeah, there you go. Well, we, we you've been through a lot in the last 30 days. Yeah, it's and, been pretty much. Yeah, so, and, you know, I think you needed a little pick-me-up. So before we get rolling on this podcast, I'm going to play one of our favorites, our opening. This will be a little tribute to, uh, this will cheer you up. This will put a smile on your face. All right. Our favorite uh, foil, it'll be Dino. Okay. So let's listen to this. It's a couple minutes long, and then we'll get into the podcast and talk about everything. All right. Sounds good. Hello, and welcome to Pyro Podcast, coming at you live from the ASD show in Sin City. This is your guest host, Dino, a.k.a. Firecracker, with Johnny Starr and Ron the Banker. Take it over, guys. Here comes Dino right now. He's, there he is. There he is. Where is he? He's already had like a couple shots, it looks like. He's all tuned up. But we know I, we're not talking about Dino. Yeah. <laughs> no, Dino's Ooh. probably... Is Dino at the windbreak tonight? How are um, things shaping up? And how's Dino shaping up? Uh, yeah, angry face. <laughs> we named that after Dino. Sometimes Dino gets a little crabby during the season, and uh, but it's understandable because he's now working seven hours. Do you know Dino has that. season tickets for that? Yeah, of course. He's a big player. Yeah, him and uh, Josh. Dino's at the windbreak at 510, and uh, you, can, you can always see him doing his special show there. <laughs> Just don't get it confused with the Viagra. You'll have a whole different kind of happy. No, but he's not rolling out of bed anymore. <laughs> uh, the next one, one of my favorite, the Angry Cock. Oh, yes, Angry Cock. And Cock is Rooster, so we can say yes, that because yeah. we're, we're, we're uh, you yeah. know, we name, We here. named that after Dino. That's his cake. <laughs> Uh, you know, it was hard. It was a rough year, but we did squeeze out enough money in the budget to get Dino a brand new radio flyer. Uh, nice. Yeah, well, a, he does a wagon. A wagon. Okay. He doesn't have a driver's license, but we could uh, tow him behind one of the other vehicles. Well, Dino's giving you dirty yeah. looks over. Well, him. yeah, that's, we'll get him to talk. Later. He never liked the idea of these podcasts, you know. But uh, we had a, we got him schooled on him now, and he actually likes <laughs> and, uh, it. You know, Dino will be at the helm of Star Fireworks. So. Uh, <laughs> You, you may see him around there on the 4th of July. You may not. You never know. Doesn't, doesn't really, he doesn't exude happiness, really. He's, he's no, but he's, he's trying now. We, I tried to give him some happy pills. Uh, yeah. Okay. And uh, hey, spit him back up. <laughs> Get drunk and have a good time. Where's, yeah, Dino? He, Where's Dino speaking? Yeah, he's probably at a, at a bar that we don't know he's at. He, he's, he dropped you know, off the stuff and ran. He's irony impaired. Did, well, oh. did Dino behave at the PGI this year? Um, yeah, for the most part, he behaved pretty good. Oh, so he he was actually he was actually like a role model. Oh, no, no, God, I wouldn't say that. Don't Try say. and sound a little panicky like you do it yeah. around the third of July. Well, no, you have to sound like you're in charge. You got to be like stern. What you laughing at? We can tell we make fun up? of Dino yeah. quite a bit. It's like a Dino roast. Very sure it's about not yeah. working. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dino said he called a week after, and I, I find that hard to believe. Uh, but, but, you know, and sometimes I don't know what D- week Dino's talking about. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the week after. Week after what? Yeah, you know, yeah. Week after his communion? We don't yeah. know, you know, so... <laughs> No. Just like Dino. Dino works really hard, too. Yeah, no. no. Dino's, non, yeah, Dino's nonstop. He, uh, he, he, he works uh, nonstop. Uh, a lot of times he, he, uh, he works remotely from different uh, restaurants and areas. <laughs> well, I mean, what did we say about Dino, though? He, he procrastinates in reverse. In reverse, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
This is like uh, Dean Martin, but a Dino roast. You know? you know, the only reason we do this to Dino is so he listens to our podcast because he solely listens to see how we jab him. He's told us before. That's the only reason he listens. What what what, what does he do? Like sit around and ponder the Muppets in uh, order of doability? The what? funny thing is, Dino took so many days off for Steve's wedding, and he thought it was Dino's wedding. But knowing see what knowing got. Dino, some of that might be a little hyperbole. Well, he make he makes a lot of it up. I <laughs> yeah. mean, I had to take a one of my favorite lines from the Bronx Tale and told Dino in all nice what's, what's nice line? way is, is Mickey Mantle paying your bills nice <laughs> what episode is this going to be uh, I, I think this is number what 20 uh, 24 yeah. 24 24 wow. episodes it's a milestone and if you go back and listen to all of them they take a pot shot at me <laughs> every one of them why Dino why on why I Y A Dino, yes. So we that means I love you. That means yeah. I love you, Dino. Yes, I love Dino. Yeah, yeah. we love Dino. Yeah. <laughs> Danger. The following episode contains flammable material. Maintain a safe distance and keep an extinguisher on hand at all times. The fireworks brigade is now online. All right, coming up, episode one forty-two, fireworks brigade pyro podcast. We're in the pyro podcast studio. Sadly, not Cabo, but. Uh, we got the Pyro Purge, what's been going on, and brakes on a plane. Here are your hosts, Johnny Starr and Ron Brubaker. This is John Wallbach. That was episode one. Some of that was episode 24. 24. And now we're in 142. Wow, I can't even remember all those things you said about Dino. No wonder he's so mad at you. <laughs> I'm mad at you. No, see, I don't. You, you egg me on. Then, then when he forgets all of them, you bring them back so you remind him of all of them. Uh, all right. So, so well, then it was nice to hear Nancy's laugh. I, I was going to say it was nice to hear. Nancy I haven't uh, been able to speak to Nancy or nothing like that in a while, but I do miss her. It was always fun uh, having her on the podcast, yeah. and her laugh was. Uh, you can always recognize her laugh, almost like a Maserati sound. There you, know, you the go. Engine. Same thing with Nancy's uh, laugh. She'd like to be compared to a Maserati, but uh, yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of cool to listen to that. Yeah, episode 24. I mean, now we're at 140. What'd you say? This is 142. 142, yeah. It is a milestone. Almost 120 episodes later after. Uh, and, yeah. And we already had like a lot of things about Dino in there. But, but yeah, uh, that was only 24 But it's a episodes. good thing. You know, when you talk about somebody, that means that you do love them. And that's what, what makes yeah. people happy. Well, you care that, about them. I know, mean, but if this aggravates Dino so, so much, I mean, don't forget, this is just, we could just, you want to just start over and do a different opening? No, no, no. <laughs> no Why? Mean? I mean, it was just, you know, we'll let it, we'll too let much it go. Work. Too, too much, much work. work. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we went through a lot of work to put all those Dino things together. Yeah. Well, and you know what? We are in our 10-year anniversary now, so yeah. I figure maybe at the beginning of every episode, we'll play some little snippets of going way back, and you know, because we, yeah. have, we have like at least four or five of them, so we'll yeah. we'll go back and play some stuff so you, we can, uh, you know, maybe people will revisit it or whatever. But, yeah. But that was, uh, yeah, that that's been around for a while. That's been around for a long time. So, but that's it's always we, we love Dino, just like yeah. they said at the end there. We love Dino. We just like to, uh, yeah, I Y Dino or yeah, or why not? I forget. See, when you get when you leave China, I forget everything. And when I get back to China, it all comes back to me. So, who was the who was the Asian person talking at the end of that? Robin. Robin. Okay. Yeah. Robin. Yeah. Sky Pioneer. There you go. There you go. So. Well, usually this part is uh, we talk about what we've been doing and kind of a pyro purge. But, uh, you know, uh, I think uh, the pyro really is not the important thing. But we will get into some pyro. We got actually uh, a lot of stuff coming up. But 
As far as what you've been doing, um, you know, we have sad uh, news to report. Obviously, Poppy passed away. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was a start of a great month. I got down to Cabo January 26th. I was looking forward to you guys coming down on the... I think you guys were coming down on the ninth or something yeah, like that. This is like the first year I haven't been with you in the Super Bowl. Yeah, in like a decade. and we were looking uh, forward. We had the Super Bowl plans all done, and um, and unfortunately, uh, you know, I found my dad. Uh, he passed away <coughs> on uh, excuse me on uh, February fourth. Suddenly, after a great night at the restaurant with about uh, six of our friends. And, uh, and not to mention the night before that, the night before that, and the night before that was all good nights and always right. the same. Nice big dinner amongst friends and, and uh, drinks at his favorite bar, Esquina. And then uh, smoked his last cigarette on the uh, terrace on Saturday night. Said, I'll see you guys in the morning. And, um, yeah, just, you know. Just like he always does. Yeah. Goes to Esquina, smokes his last cigarette on the, on yeah. the balcony. And-, and then we see him in the morning, and we had a lot of plans for the next day and the next day after that. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, when I got up at the crack of 11 on Sunday morning, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm i not yeah. the early riser, but unfortunately I had to find him. Uh, you know, it like- appears he got up in the morning, put his shoes on and stuff, and then just was a massive uh, heart attack. So. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, you know, someone said, do you have any regrets? I says, I have no regrets at all uh, because I lived with Poppy. I went everywhere with Poppy. I mean, you know, we always called him. We nicknamed him Poppy so he would fit in at the at the Starfire Works. So I wouldn't, you know, I didn't have to call him Dad or they didn't have to call him Dad. It was just, you know, Poppy right. was you, his nickname. Right, you guys both had the same name, yeah. John, yeah. And uh, well, they so, would call him Mr. Star. Yeah, sometimes they yeah, would, you know. Yeah. But all the all the kids that worked for us throughout <clears throat> the years, they all knew him as Poppy. And uh, so, yeah, it was, uh, you know, I guess the only regret I have now is when I think back as I just shouldn't have kept making future plans. You know, I made future plans like he was going to live forever. And uh, he was certainly in great shape. No pain, no medicine, no yeah. nothing. So 88 years old, 88 right? years old. We always have a big uh, birthday party in Fargo on uh, May 6th, like the night before the Friday night before the dealer show. Uh, this year, of course, we won't have a party, but we will do a, a special uh, a special tribute to him with the fireworks and one big fireworks um yeah, you we, know, uh, I'm assuming we're going to live stream that. Yeah, we'll live always. stream it and stuff. We're going to do a big, uh, big fireworks, um, you know, epic uh, display there at the end. Just, um, you know, just to, uh, you know, celebrate 88 good years of life, which he did have. Right. And, um, you know, it was great. No suffering for him. Went out very fast, but um, super, super hard on myself. But. Uh, but Poppy always did have a way of putting all the stress and suffering on me. Uh, he's done that. He's done yeah. that very well his whole <laughs> life. So yeah, <laughs> why would I expect any different from Dad? But uh, yeah, he does. Uh, well, you know, um, our buddy Paul always liked to say, you know, Poppy's kicking kicking life by the ass, and he was. He was. Yeah. And but I mean, at the end of the day, you you know you you and him, I mean. Just he was always there in Cabo, and I'm sure that just I mean, like you said, he just was doing everything he enjoyed to do and being in his favorite place. And I mean, you know, it's it's a sad thing. And I think when it's sudden like that, it's definitely harder on the family because you don't have a time to adjust or, you know, confront it and say, well, this is going to happen. But I mean, you know, we all we all miss him. Yeah. 
Yeah, almost feels like he's still on vacation, you know, a little bit. Yeah. So when I go back down to Cabo in a couple of weeks or so, it's going to be a little bit uh, tough, you know. It's going to be hard. Yeah, it's going to be really hard. And um, and I know the maid took it really hard. And yeah, wow. We thought we might maybe might lose her just because uh, probably easier to go to a house with no memories. Her and my dad were so close. Well, you know. that's she's going to stick with you, right? So far, as uh-huh. you know, I, we gave her some time off, as much time as she needs, you know, and stuff. Um, but eventually, she's got to get back to work and keep things yeah. cleaned and stuff like that. But and there was a, and you told me a couple stories, but there was a huge outpouring of love for Poppy in Cabo. Oh my God! They yes. had like it, they had vigil at the saloon bar. And yeah, the I mean, yeah, the waiters and everyone come up to me at a valet Parker. I mean, they basically stood in line. Just give me a big hug and tell me they're sorry and stuff. And, um, I mean, nobody got served during that time. It was like they, you know, hug me and they go back to working. But it was like they all stood in line waiting. They were really great. In fact, I mean, Baraskina found out. I don't even know how they found out. Like four hours before I even got there to tell them. But they already had his... You know, his chair, you know, kind of turned up and the reserve sign out there and his glass of doors, you know. And mm-hmm. it was kind of sad when I said, is anyone sitting there? And they're like, they're like, you are, that's your chair now. So it was kind of sad. It kind of hit me hard, you know. Wow. But they really did a great job and they loved him. Everybody loved him in Cabo and stuff. And at the coffee shop, he'll be missed because he yeah. always come there every morning and make all the biscottis. So hopefully we can carry on making the biscottis with a friend of mine's daughter might uh, continue making them for us but uh yeah it's certainly uh my life changed forever so it's going to be very hard for a long long time for me but i think uh in the end everything is going to be fine you know and stuff and, well yeah uh, of course it will yeah, there's no other alternative yeah right? and it's already like a new generation at star like this new group they'll they never met poppy they'll never know him no that's, that's true that's yeah. kind of sad you know it was nice to see clay show up yeah yeah clay showed up and Steve, golden boy wrote uh, yeah. some nice things and keegan Dino of course showed up yeah i mean everybody uh you know and a lot of uh, Dino's relatives and cousins all showed up, which was really nice of them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, no, I mean, <coughs> he had a great send-off. And, uh, I have a cough. 95. Uh, I have one over here, too. I'm going to grab one. And uh, <laughs> 95 people showed up for the luncheon. And I think the, the most fun of it was for me was that uh, – Poppy's luncheon actually cost more than a funeral. And that's, that's right. The perf- party. That's exactly what he would have wanted. The party so, costs more than the funeral. That's yep. awesome. So uh, that's exactly what he would have wanted, and people stayed late. And um, you know, yeah. my dad was a, you know, he liked to go to his bars and speak with everybody. And uh, and that was one of his, you know, your your dad had a thing. He would, he would, Fargo was always the box. Cabo was Esquina. And here in Chicago, he had his favorite place, and that's where we had the luncheon. Yeah, so, I mean, you could set your watch to every night he would be there. Right. So I could imagine, you know, at 7 o'clock when they look at that stool where he's always been for so many years. I mean, people go back with my dad for 40 years just from the bar, not knowing family or nothing, never meeting me or nothing. They just knew him that, you know, from going to the bar every night and... Right. Being at the same place, you know, before yeah. before Great Escape, it was the gallery. I mean, it was just yeah. a long history of going out and being there for everybody. And uh, so, yeah, I'm sure they're missing him, and I'm certainly missing him. But like I said, the show must go on, I guess, just a different movie. 
And that's kind of what it's going to be like from now on. Yeah, he'll be definitely missed in Cabo. He he carved a wide swath wherever he was. Yeah. Everybody knew him, whether it was Cabo or Fargo. Yeah, and they I can see him. why he didn't mind going down by himself because uh, I get these text messages on his phone. You know, I read that, hey, we'll be down January 16th. I'll see you at the Esquina. Hey, I'll be down there in February. I'll, oh, you know, You're going through his cell phone. Yeah, all these people were also making future plans like myself. And some people might wonder, like, what happens if you pass away in Mexico? You had to deal with all that. It took a couple of weeks. Yeah, it was uh, um, about a 12-day process to get him back home. And um, let's see, he he died on a Sunday, and then yeah. on a Monday, was it seven, seven, eight days later? Yeah. It was eight days later we finally got him on a plane, right. and that was... A four-day process in itself. Because you, you had know, to go to Mexico City. Mexico City, City for two nights, uh-huh. and then Houston for a night, and then flew back. So they, they, they do everything, if anybody is interested, but they do everything with the body there in Cabo. Yeah, get it ready for, ready for transport. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm glad that we signed up for that Assistance Plus program through United. It actually worked out good because we paid nobody, and they paid everything. So it was really... Um, That's awesome. It was a great thing, and... Uh, People out there that travel a lot, like myself and my dad, we signed up for it just in case we get hurt or something in Mexico or abroad. You can fly home right away. So it worked out good, but we never thought it would be for this. But they still covered this as well. So that's, yeah, that's good. Well, that's you know, I think you yeah. know, Clay said it, you've always had shipping problems at Starfire. Yeah, <laughs> but I was like, you know, because Pauline would ask me, well, what's going on? This and that. I go, well, you know what if. If anybody can figure out how to get something shipped across the countries, it would be John. So it'll, I'm sure he's doing everything he can to get it done. As yeah, as I mean, it was, just a, it was just a paper process and all that. But yeah. in a payment process, they wouldn't do nothing until they got payment. And payments and got you were, submitted. you had a third-party payer, so you yeah. were just waiting. Yeah. So it was, a lot of, it was a lot of waiting, a lot of, uh, a lot of exhausting mental, uh, emotional uh, you know, times the last couple of weeks. It's been kind of draining. That's probably why I'm sick now. <laughs> a lot of stress, yeah. just a lot of stress and a lot of sadness and whatever. But you know, I mean, um, he lived a great life. I have all the memories, yeah. And um, but you know, sometimes I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Like you know, for my brothers, they just feel like, well, you know, out of sight, out of mind, kind of. You know what I mean? Uh, he was on traveling and all that. So, but for me, because I do have so many memories that. Every little thing I look at, everything he reminds you of reminds him. me of him. So I guess if I didn't have all those memories, maybe it might not be as hard. But I guess eventually, though, the memories will be uh, probably uh, something that I'll cherish. You know, where they won't have those. You know, as much as well. Yeah, I definitely. Have. Yeah, you had so many. You you provided Poppy such a good life at the you end know. there. I mean, you know, for the however long Casa Star has been around. You provided him such a good life, and I mean that's yeah. I never uh, dreamed it would be possible growing up. A house know. like that is not a home without memories. Yeah, so that, that's it's a, you're going to have those memories there, but that's that's part of the charm of that place. I mean that the chair he always sat on, the, yeah, you know the pictures and him not letting anybody do the dishes and yeah, hearing, so many hearing him yeah. scream in the morning because he his, he was he had his his, yeah, uh, his morning cramps. cramp, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. 
I always, you know, because I would get up early and do my uh, do work on the computer, and I could hear Poppy screaming. I'm like, yeah. "Well, Poppy's up," you know. And I always said, you know, if my brother said, "What was Dad's last word?" I go and be like, "Ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. about it," you know. Yeah, <laughs> but it was, you know what? Yeah. It all. Uh, it's a shame, but you know, um, he went out on top. Yes. You know, yes, absolutely. There was no uh, hospital stay. There was no oxygen. There was no chemo. No radiation. No nothing. No medication. Didn't have to argue with him to take medication because he wasn't on any. Yeah. No. So I mean, it was really um, a wonderful life for him. Yeah. And uh, absolutely, he didn't suffer. Absolutely. Never a burden. That's for sure. We, uh, you know, for for what it's worth, you know, he he. He, he, I, you know, I had a lot of good memories with your dad. I mean, this last trip in Cabo, I, me and Pauline hung out with him every night, you know what I yeah. mean? So I'm going to, I'm going to miss him as well. So it's, it's, uh, it is, it's, um, it's part of life. Death is part of life, right? Because yeah. you can't, no matter what you do, you can't, you can't get past it. And, but, uh, I always say it's great. death and taxes. And then it's, uh, I guess it's so true. Yeah. We'd like to get rid of the taxes part if we could. Then the death yeah. part, really. Yeah. You know, we well, the, uh, the, only up note is, uh, you know, of course, when my dad goes away, I drive his car a lot, you know. Yeah. So uh, there you go. You got a car now. Yeah, I got back, and um, well, not I'm going to return the car, but I mean, I got back, and my brother said, "Well, here's a ticket. He got another ticket in his car. You know, almost like, <laughs> you know, the IT guys are happy to walk in and say you got a virus on your computer. They take pleasure in that, and he always like taking pleasure and." You know, because he gets the bills when my dad would be gone and stuff. And he would, uh, you know, took pleasure in uh, telling me I got the last ticket. So I said, well. Was it you driving or was it him? Well, it was him. Okay. Uh, I mean, it was obviously it was me driving. Okay. He was in Mexico. Wink, wink, yeah. So I sent the death (laughs) certificate in and said, uh, you know, sorry, but, you know, he's gone. And then um, and that was the end of the ticket. So I'm like, well. Poppy got me out of my last ticket. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you no. go. Well, that, he's smiling about that. He got you out of a ticket. Yeah, I'm sure he's calling me more and more names up there now. But Jackass. You know, uh, yeah, Jackass yeah. was his favorite. That was his favorite for yeah. me, you know. I got I got a question. So <laughs> and I, that's something I never really <clears throat> I never really realized was Poppy came from Fargo. Yeah. I always thought Poppy was because of Cabo. So I was I was confused when I read I think the obituary or whatever I read and it said Poppy P O P P Y. I yeah. always in my head and I've never written it down, but I always I always pictured in my head it was P A P I like the Mexican oh Poppy, but no, it's Poppy like P O P P Y. No, you know like we always call them Poppy because right. that is that would be the Mexican saying, Pappy. P-A-P-I well, yeah, yeah, I guess was kind of what Dwayne called him because Dwayne's from like Alabama and the South. He's hey, Pappy. Yeah, you know, well, but, yeah, well, Dwayne, yeah, yeah. Pappy's <laughs> more of a uh, Southern thing, but Poppy is more of a Mexican thing. Right. And uh, one day I was uh, watching um, a TV show, and I don't know the name, but you always go like Bad Boys, Bad Boys. What you gonna do when yeah, the yeah. police show up? It was yeah, like that's a, cops. Oh, Cops. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't know the name of it, but Cops. Okay, yeah. so I was watching that Cops, and um police officer pulls over this Mexican guy, and he's got him up against the car with his hands up. And the guy goes, like, oh, I'm sorry, Poppy. I'm sorry. He's like, don't call me Poppy. I'm not Poppy. Okay, Poppy. Every time he told him not to call him Poppy, the guy just didn't know what else to say. He called, <laughs> called him Poppy. It was almost hysterical. Yeah, man. well, it's like a comedy skit. The police yeah. officer was getting more and more mad. He's like, okay, I'm sorry, Poppy. I'm sorry, Poppy. But he there couldn't stop the word to Poppy. So 
that's stuck in my head. I say, you know what? I'm going to call it. This we're going to call you. We're going to call you Poppy. There I like you go. That, you oh, know? that's nice. I never knew how that came about. Because, you know, like I say, when people at Star Fireworks, do we call him Dad? Do we call him John? You know, whatever. Call so, Poppy. And Poppy, you know. And my grandfather, he always had a nickname, Papa Joe, you know, and stuff. So... But I used to call my grandfather Papa. So. Yeah. yeah so I was like, you know, so, you know, he really was Poppy to a lot of, lot of people. Oh, yeah. It's... Because, you know, it was just something that, you know, you know, Paul would come down or you come down. It was just something to call him, whether in, you know, John or whatever. It was, hey, Poppy. Hey, Pops. Whatever. Right. So it was, it was a good name that we, so we, he was really father to all of us. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. You absolutely. Know? He's going to, it's going to be. It's going to be rough this year in Fargo for the fourth because there's a lot yeah. of people, it's a lot of people who don't know. And yeah. They just used to come in. Like, did you tell the radio station people the lady? What yeah, was her name? Yeah, uh, Aaron. Yeah. Aaron. She yes. retired. Yeah. But she sent me a nice thing and Dan Hollick Dan, and Dan, yeah. and a couple of people that visited some of our customers that were in Cabo and then visited. I mean, were in Fargo's customers and then visited him down in Cabo. Um, you know, they really uh, took it hard because a lot yeah. of a lot of our customers would come down to Cabo and and look us up, you know, yeah. and stuff. So it was, yeah. Aaron, yeah. Aaron must have been, she yeah, have, yeah. She, she, I know she used to like to see. Poppy. She always liked my dad and teasing them and all that stuff. Right. So yeah. Right. Well, your dad would tease right back. That oh was yeah. Oh. Yeah, he was he was good that way, but yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, <laughs> I guess we'll call this podcast a tribute to Poppy. But there um, you go. You know what he was. Um, Good man, and he will be missed. And um, but at least now everyone that listens to the uh, podcast will know that he did pass away, but right. not in any pain. So he was, he was, um, you know, I a lot of people said, you know, as you always say, well, he's in a better place. And I'd say, well, not really. You didn't know where he came from, you know. Yeah, it doesn't get much better at Cabo. And in most yeah. cases, you know, a lot of funerals I went to. They were in a better place because they were uh, suffering, and- suffering, and in pain, and in the hospital. But for Poppy, I think he was in his best place ever. And um, I th- you know, I- a um, a little a little funny story because yeah. I'm really a non-believer in this stuff, and I don't want to believe in it because I don't want to let any evil spirits or any spirits into my world. I have enough nightmares at night anyway, so I don't need to have any more. <laughs> but so we took the roses to this lady who takes the rose petals and they make rosaries out of them. So I'm going to give some rosaries to a few of my friends and like the guys that were there with me, you know, and then uh, give a rosary to Maite and different ones. But her father was there and he does, he helps a lot of police with finding bodies and stuff like that. And, uh, He's whose father? This lady, the lady who makes the rosaries. Okay, her father was there, and he does uh, because his his wife just passed away not too long ago. Her mother, and uh, so he was trying to read me. I guess he was trying to read me, but I'm you know once again I'm a non-believer, and I don't want to be read because I don't want to I don't want to think into this stuff, and I don't want I don't want to open that doorway because. I don't want to go down that yeah, doorway. Yeah, you know, yeah, you open that door, you don't know what's going to yeah, come. Yeah, yeah. We're once going I, down a yeah, bad path. Yeah. Once I <laughs> shut that door on everybody else, that door is shut, you know. Yeah, so right. I don't want to open any doors. So anyways, he was trying to read me as best he could, you know, just by me. And I was very saying very little because I was just letting everybody else handle it, you know. But so he said, what does the number six and seven mean to you? And I says, well, the sixth was his birthday. 
I don't know what seven is. I said, but the sixth was his birthday, you know, and uh, didn't say too much after that and stuff. And we were finishing up. He said, I just want you to know that your dad is very, very happy where he's at right now. He's really happy. He said, let your brothers know. And I don't know if I, I don't think I even told him about my brothers, you know, but he yeah. said, let your brothers know. And he's in a very, he's very, very happy. So you didn't tell this guy you had brothers. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, which is kind of good, but I don't want to, like I said, I'm not going down opening any doors, you know, right, stuff like that. Right. But it's pretty cool because, um, like he works with several police officers on all these different cases and all that stuff. Uh-huh. And they say, well, this guy's missing. He said, uh, well, he's dead. He's like, no, he's not dead. He's right now he's missing. He's like, no, he's dead. He already crossed over. So it was like pretty wild. And then, and then he, he helped find so many bodies. I mean, he's always, um, you know, right. So I, I haven't Googled him yet or whatever. I'm not even sure I know his last name, but so, but he told you poppy's very happy where he's at. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. That made, uh, that kind of made me. Uh, you you know, didn't go for like a full reading. Oh no no no! You I just didn't. tried to stay away. But so why were you? He's he just he was just there because we're she, the lady. His what? daughter does the rosary. Okay, so but that's his job is being a psychic, or he's psychic for the police. He's well, he's yeah. he's just got that whatever talent, the ability, yeah, that ability, and he doesn't wow. do readings or nothing like that. But he actually works with the police on cases. Really? Know? Okay. So, so uh, he does have all over, you know, like Florida, Louisiana, all over. Right. Wow. That's so pretty wild. that's pretty wild and stuff. Real super nice guy, older guy. Yeah. And I, uh, I think if you talk to my dad, he'd still be miserable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I kind of thought my dad would be, you know, he was happy almost anywhere he went, you know, your dad mellowed out. Yes, he mellowed out. Your dad never got the chance. Yeah, he was no. pretty strong to the to the end. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my dad, dad was miserable. You know, your dad yeah, got. Well, my dad was old. like ten years older. So yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. yeah, he would have got there. Your dad eventually. I was just taking a while. That's what I was hoping for. Eventually, yeah, but yeah. yeah no. eventually would have got. Did get a chance. But. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. At the end of the day, <coughs> he meant a lot to a lot of people, myself included, and I won't miss yeah. him. And this will be. Uh, our, our little tribute to Poppy. If you want to listen, I think he was on the podcast. It's titled "Uncle Chucky Goes to the Flame and Go." Yeah, yeah. He was on that podcast. It's one of the early ones. I don't. I apologize. I don't have the number in front of me, but it was one of the first few. I think Keegan was with us on that yeah, one. We yeah. did it in your in the office at Star, like one of that first years. Yeah. So Uncle yeah. Chucky, Grandpa Chucky, goes to the Flame and Go. Yeah, so if you want to hear Poppy's Chucky. voice. I've we did a podcast where my mom was on one of them, and I still can't go back and listen to her voice. It just yeah. freaks me out. Yeah, it's just. Unbelievable. Well, let's do some news, John. Let's talk about fireworks. How's yep, that? Let's do it. Get your news. Right. Get your fireworks news here. Johnny Starr and Ron the Banker hot off the press. Fireworks news from all across the world. All right, John. This one is from Cleveland, Ohio. A man is facing charges for allegedly setting off fireworks near gas pumps in Cleveland County. Uh, Cleveland County Sheriff's Office arrested the man on Friday. Deputies say the manager of the gas station in Falston told them that the man had set off explosive devices near the pumps. Uh, after investigating, deputies found out he set off illegal mortar-style fireworks that he bought in another state. Um... He's being held on $25,000 bond at Cleveland County Detention Center. 
It doesn't uh, it doesn't seem right to shoot to light off some fireworks by a gas station. Why would you possibly want to do that? Well, have they been to Cleveland? <laughs> well, yeah, they're the they're the they're the police in Cleveland. I mean, you know, that. like if you if you and this is true story. Okay. If you leave your house for so long in Cleveland, they literally pull the wires out of your electrical box for copper. I mean, it's really, really? yeah, there's really some very bad areas of, of, uh, of uh, Cleveland. And we had a buddy of ours that lived in Cleveland, a PGI member who's passed away now. And uh, he couldn't even sell his house. And he would tell the neighbors to watch the house because if, if they just saw no action at a house for a while, they would literally skin the house. Loot I the mean, house. Yeah. yeah. Well. So, I mean, um, you know, actually having explosives near a gas pump is probably like one of their better things they got going on over there. <laughs> I, I hope we don't have a lot of people in Cleveland listening, John. You just offended a bunch of people. Well, I'm just saying in parts of Cleveland, just like parts of Chicago. I mean, terrible. Well, we'll, we'll talk about a place I know you don't like. How's that? But you, yeah, you've been to you've been to Ohio before. It's not bad, no, Cleveland. I love Cleveland, this but is, there's just parts of it that are really bad. This is uh, what did I say? What what county? <coughs> Falston, which I never heard of. Yeah, Falston County. Yeah, Cleveland County. Or Cleveland County, but of what a gas was station. A, a gas station in Falston. It must be a town in Cleveland. Yeah, it must county. be like a little town there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, never heard of that. Let's go on to another place you don't like. I know you don't really have a nice, uh, you don't really have a big love for Hawaii, John. No, not really. Fireworks seizure, 24 tons intercepted by law enforcement. 24 tons in a shipping container were seized. On, wow. On, on Thursday, and this was February 26th, so why are, that's a lot of fireworks to be going in after New Year's. I guess it's for the 4th of July. Uh, Maybe it was uh, ready for Chinese New Year. All the seized fireworks were display fireworks, otherwise known as 1.3G, consisting of aerial shells and varying sizes. These fireworks require significant licensure. We know that. Uh, the, f- the task force comprehensively examining the entire fireworks environment in Hawaii. We've, we've talked about that the- before. Uh, they're coordinating. The, uh, the Department of Law Enforcement is the coordinating agency for the Illegal Fireworks Task Force, which comprises of state investigators. So... Although we are well past the holiday season, the Illegal Fireworks Task Force will continue to investigate fireworks in our community all year round, the deputy said. So somebody yeah. was, uh, well, but yeah, I would think trying to get 1.3 fireworks anywhere without a proper license is bad. Yeah, that's uh, going to be facing a lot of uh, criminal charges if they can find out who it came from or whatever. That's, yeah. uh, that's a lot of fireworks to go over 24 there. tons. And, How uh, many containers is that? Uh, one one container, forty eight thousand pounds. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Twenty. It's twenty four tons. Is forty eight thousand pounds. So it's, okay. Two thousand pounds a ton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, two dead at uh, Philippines fireworks factory blast. You don't get any fireworks in the Philippines. No. Uh-uh. Uh, uh, fireworks factory blew up near the Philippines capital. On, I think this might have been a last week. I bought a couple weeks ago. I pulled these. Oh, February first. Okay. I pulled these uh, before Cabo. Yeah. Some of them. Uh, leaving, uh, killing two and leaving five others with serious injuries. Blast sparked a fire, burned down the factory near Cabuayo City, 40 kilometers south of Manila, leaving, oh, wow. leaving the victims with severe burns. Still trying to identify the casualties. At least five were seriously injured. Um, uh, radio. Yeah, there's, it doesn't really say what happened. It just oh. says, it was, I don't know, but if you, 
If you're waiting on fireworks from the Philippines, you could be in trouble. Yeah, minus two people. Yeah, that's... Um, <laughs> minus two people. Yeah. All right, here's another one. Italian ambassador's wife injured during fireworks at Goya Resort. The owner was booked on charges. So the... Uh, the owner of the resort? Yeah. Oh, the, wow. The police booked the owner of a resort in North Goya's Mandrum over a complaint that fireworks set off from a beach-facing resort last month allegedly struck the wife of the Italian ambassador injuring her. The incident took place on January 1st, but the complaint was filed uh, several weeks later. Uh, so the victim had been identified as the wife of the ambassador of Italy to India and Nepal. According to the police, she was in the vicinity of the resort from where some fireworks had been set off as part of New Year's festivities. She fought, suffered an injury to her head from the fireworks at the time of the incident. No complaint had been lodged. So, why I, do you, I wonder why I waited a couple of weeks. Yeah, I don't know. This was dated February 1st, and they had just done it. So they waited at least two weeks, at least two weeks to, uh, to file a complaint. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. That seems a little <clears throat> speculation on Johnny's part there. Uh-oh, what's your thought? Are you doing anything maybe the Italian, judge? I think the Italian ambassador maybe got a little abusive to his wife oh, and then there you go. blamed the fireworks two weeks later. Like, yeah. all of a sudden, this bump shows up on your head two weeks later. Do but, you, um, you know. <laughs> could, could you do an Italian accent? I, it wasn't to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened to her. But when she wake up, she had a big bump on the head. And I fear it's, uh, it's from the fireworks a couple, uh, yeah, about yeah, a month ago. Or down the yeah. block, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I told them to stop the fireworks, and but they don't, they don't do it, and this is what happens. Yeah. Um, obviously, I, um, you know, that would be my luck, though. <clears throat> what? Like, there's a what? a whole bunch of people like watching my fireworks show, but the firework hits an Italian ambassador's wife. That would be like that would be right. my luck, you right? Know? It couldn't be just some yeah. random. Pedestrian. Like we're doing it, we're doing a show, and then the mayor's wife of Fargo gets hit in the head. That right. would be, you know, yeah. you know. Or the fire chief's wife, something. It would always one, be like something right. big. One, one of the Hectors, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole airport closes because I hit yeah. her in the head. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I hit her in the head. All right, shots fired on Horseshoe Bend turn out to be fireworks shot by a man who was arrested for meth. This is one of those things, again, where yeah, they, just, they put fireworks <laughs> in a title when they're talking. The, the guy had meth. Meth is way yeah. more detrimental to society. The guy had no teeth. He was on meth and then just, and just, uh, and he was lighting a firework. Yeah. So the residents in Horseshoe Bend, this is in Missouri, called 911 after hearing what they thought were gunshots. This was February 1st, but authorities say it was just someone shooting fireworks. Uh, officer, office deputies did respond to the area of Dogwood Row, which is located off Carroll. Um, you need a, you need a, Kleenex? Yes, I do. How'd uh, you know I was looking I for that? Boy, wow, you could, yeah. You, I could see. Well, well, we know each other so well, you can yeah. read my mind. Let's, let's, take a, let's take a quick break and you can get a Kleenex. Yeah, we'll that be right sounds back. good. All right. Yeah. and colors light the sky. Johnny Star always provides. Star fireworks has that fix to set you free. Pyromaniac, maniac all year long. Pyromaniacs can get their thrill all year long only at Star Fireworks. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're back. So, yeah, John, so this guy with the meth, deputy searched the area and couldn't locate where those gunshots had been from, but they found a man who had been shooting off mortar fireworks. They stopped the guy. Actually, he was in possession of meth, and they brought him to the jail. The man is now facing potential drug-related charges. 
Uh, but they said charges have not yet been filed. The sound of the shots, we get those all the time. Culprit is either fireworks or someone discharging a weapon. Well, wasn't shots the same so thing as discharging a weapon? So the, yeah, so the sad part is he, they would have never found him with meth. If it wasn't lighting off fireworks. fireworks, which is a ridiculous. So I'm I'm thinking to myself, if you're if you got a lot of problems like that, you might not want to draw attention to yourself by lighting fireworks. Yeah, I would if uh, yeah if you get if you're a meth uh, addict. It's or, just like say like you uh, adopted a kid, you know, and um, you know you you know how you see those amber alerts, and right? You, and you like yeah. you know took this kid hostage, or whatever, and then you have like big placards on the side of your car, 1.4 G. You know, what I mean, it's like you yeah. really you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you're uh, if you're if you're uh, you know if you're hauling fireworks, I don't think you should like adopt what's that abduct yeah. a child. You know, same no. kind of thing. No, yeah, yeah. You, you should kind of, kind of if you if you got one thing going on, yeah, it's yeah. kind of the glass houses type thing. You should yeah, you should yeah. be doing. Don't be throwing else. stones. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And here's another one, uh, and I know you could tell us if this is true. This. <laughs> this says here fireworks company wrap up ramp up production upcoming spring for the upcoming spring festival in China's Hunan province. Uh, fireworks companies in days uh, towns have ramped up production to meet the market demand while strengthening production safety. So is that what you're seeing? Is, are they ramping up production? Uh, who is that? Say it again. In Hunan province. Oh, ramping up safety. Right, ramping up production. Oh yeah, yeah. And for. Uh, Upcoming spring festival, yeah. They, uh, I know, with the cold days, they were closed a little bit. You know, it's been really super cold, and um, and then the powder line gets shut down. So yeah, they're probably yeah they're probably trying to um, catch up. Yeah, this is, says it's a workshop in Dayo town of Luyang City. <coughs> Dayu, Dayu, is that how you pronounce? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Have you, what have you heard from uh, your people in, in China? Uh, well, they had a good Chinese New Year. Uh, some are back to work already, but a lot of the factories are still running at a very slow capacity because a lot of the workers don't come back for at least, at least a month sometimes. You know, they trickle back in. Right. You know, they could be back as early as two weeks. They could be back as long as six weeks. It just depends. So kind of trickle in. And it's kind of like when I work with day labor service, the factories is happy to get anybody back and then just start start up again. But, uh, yeah, production, I mean, has been pretty good, and freight's, um, you know, um, down pretty good still. So yeah. at least it's not as bad as it was. So well, That's good. So some of the prices will be coming down. Um, raw materials are up and everything, but the freight was the big factor. So some prices will be dropping, is what I see. Uh, we'll wait till March, and then we'll get out our... <coughs> new catalog and everything and prices right. might be a little bit lower on some things. And speaking of that, speaking of March, I was uh I got a hold of Wilson oh, yeah. over at uh Chile and mm-hmm. uh he was nice enough to send me a video of Venomous Tales. Oh good, yeah. So we haven't done one of these in a while, so why don't we do a uh, master class? What do you say? Sounds good, yep. All right. Perfect time to get started with exactly. Those. It's time for another episode of Fireworks Brigade Masterclass. We haven't done Masterclass in a while. I'm kind of getting excited. But, you know, it's February, but it feels like spring out. So when we think spring, we think fireworks, we right. think demos, and, of course, Masterclass. So it's kind of like in right in time right now. I could see that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. But this is like a master class, and this is a little special one. This is master class 
first look. We did this for Pyro Slut also, but this one, this is Venomous Tales. Venomous Tales, yeah. Master class. So this is a... Uh, so we did the label for this one. We did the label. We this designed game. a 350 gram cake. It's 25 shots. Right. And uh, with a salute finale, so it should be pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love the label. Obviously, we should because we designed it. You right. know, or I think you designed it actually. Well, more, yeah, we, we, yeah, we, part we, of, we took this off of one of our uh, tin signs, right? Did we see a tin. Well, sign right. Well, no, this came from because we did a we did a tin sign for the the live stream event last year with yes. Scorpion, and that kind of just morphed into into a label. Yeah, because yeah, for, for initially it started with the metal sign, which we'll show. Yeah, and then we ended <clears throat> up with uh, Venomous Tails, twenty five shots, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is going underneath the Pyro Slut logo. This is the first label. This is the first Pyro Slut label. Pyro Slut label besides the actual Pyro Slut. So this is the first label underneath the Pyro Slut logo. Exactly. That we yeah, know of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Sounds so, good. I know there's some on the water, I'm sure, but this is one of them. According to Wilson, they'll be here in March. In March. Okay. So well, we're going to hold Wilson they're, accountable. They're coming from Black Scorpions. Let's get into this. So let's get into it. Let's play it right now. Let's watch right, it. Have you seen watch this before? It. Nope. First time. All right. Let's see what it does. Ready? Go. There you go. What's that? The swirly effect. Kind of a, uh, like a tail. Is it palm? Is that a palm? No. Uh, right there would be like a peony break. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it's got the tail, which is what we needed for venomous tails. They all got tails, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. It looks good. Yep. I like the tail, how it swirls. The brakes seem really, really big and popping out pretty good. They do. It's 25 shots. And there's nice. A uh, so is that five shot? Finale, I think it was. I think it's uh, five different effects. Well, yeah, so it's um, so yeah. Here it looked like a five shot finale. Yeah, so it's silver spinning tails to gold palms. Mm-hmm. Silver spinning tails to red and green and yellow stars. Silver spinning tails to gold palms with orange. orange. Silver spinning tails to Nishiki. What's that? The willow, right? Yeah, yeah, with blue. With blue. And then silver spinning tails to salutes. salutes yeah. So I think it was uh, five of each. Well, yeah. So yeah, if it's five, there's five different The salutes, effects, was the last, the salutes yeah. were the last five yeah, shots. Yeah, so it's five. Want to play that again? Yeah, absolutely. All Let's right. watch it again. It's a, it's a good cake. I'm looking forward to seeing this one. I like the label. The labels. I do too. Yeah, see, I like the swirly tail like that. It's like a spinning, spinning tail. Spinning tails is what yep. they call it, yeah. So yeah, there's the palm, and then there's the... Where's the Nishiki? Is that it? So it looks like five shots. All these are the green. Green, yeah. It's got a good pace to it, too. Yeah, it's not a very fast cake, which is good. There's purple. Where's that blue? It's blue. That's is blue. that the Nishiki? Yep. Yeah. There you so go. Now, Here's the finale. See, one, two, three, four, five. Nice. So five shot finale. Perfect. I like, I like it. That. All right. You remember how we do master class? We're oh, I remember. It. You remember? Okay. Right, we go. We go one to five. So hold on. Let me let me get the label out here. All right. Let's get the label up. There we go. Let's find the label. I can't find it. Do it. It's very hard doing this on this thing. All right. Label. No, that's not the label. All right, right. John, label. 
Look at that label. 25 shot venomous tails. I love the colors, don't yep, you? Yep. Mm-hmm. The red, the yellow, the sand with, yep. the, uh, with, the, with the scorpion, with the red tail. Like I that. hate those scorpions. I worry about that in Down in Cabo. I hate those. I ever find one, everything's up for sale cheap. <laughs> we saw a bunch of them in, uh, in the golf courses when we would golf out there. We yeah. golfed there in a while, though. So, yeah, as you can see, it's a great-looking cake. It's got venomous tails big on the one side. It's got the venomous tails with the scorpion underneath it. I love the font, the Venomous Tales font, yep. uh, the colors, you know, and again, the inspiration was this metal sign yep. that we have here, but I mean, I, I don't, I think you'd be hard pressed to find a better label. Than yeah, that. I like it. It's a very good yeah. label. Yeah. So we do this, we rate it one out of five, one to five on label. John, what are you going? I'm going with a five on a label. John is five and yeah, you know me. We have to go with a five. I'm going on a five label. on label as well. So that's, again, Venomous Tales with the label is, is just, uh, you can't, it's, it's a home run with the label. Yeah. So then let's go to uh let's go to We're gonna go with the color. Color, yeah, let's look. I like it. Let's I'm gonna hit play right now. So mm-hmm. color, there's a lot of color. Yeah. You got red, green, yellow, orange, yeah. blue. The green is a really nice green. The red is a really nice, almost like a pink red. It looks really nice. It what we're watching on the screen. Yep. So what are you gonna go on color on this one? I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with a four. Only because there could have been more different colors, you know, and there could have been different effects instead of being all like like a peony break like that. But I, I think I'm going to go with a four. All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go four as well on color. Noise. The breaks at the end gives and give you some noise. What you're looking for. Yeah. So what do you think on noise? noise? I'm going to do a five for noise because it does have a, a salute finale, which is good. I've heard noisier, but it's so hard to tell. Well, it's hard to tell in a video, and I think uh, we're going to be surprised when we see it in person. All right. So I'm going to hit play one more time so this could be going while we watch it. I'm going to do four on noise. Pace. I love the pace because it's usually you see 25 shots, and it'll either be rapid fire, you're done, or it takes so long that you want to go and take a nap in between. So. No, I think the pace is really good because a lot of times when it's a five-shot cake, they do five at a time. Always a five, so it'll be like five boom 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 and then five and then next thing you know it's over in 20 seconds so having the one having one shot at a time and a five shot finale at the end i think it's right on schedule i'm gonna go five on that one yeah i'm gonna go five on pace as well i can't see the timer it's too far away can you see the timer how many seconds is it Uh, i got 38 39 it's about 40 seconds about 40 seconds which is right on the money yeah so uh yep and as far as height, kind of hard. Can we see it? We don't have a height monitor. I mean, how is the Black Scorpion normally with height? Always been pretty good. Always right. good quality. And it's a 350-gram cake, 25 shots, so I'm pretty sure it's getting some pretty good height. I'm going to go a four just because it's not a 500-gram, but All I'm right. going to go with a I'm four. Going, I'm going a three, cause we, and I, I reserve the right to change this because yep. it could change. So. Yeah. And then brakes. I think we both agree the brakes are Yeah, brakes are really nice. They're, they're, they're hitting real hard. They're going out. I love the spinning tail. So, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a five. five on it. Yep. All right. That's what I'm going to do. Why don't you total yours up? I'll total mine. I got a 28 on mine. I got a 26. Ooh, hard on yourself. Uh, well, you? no. I mean, you know, I, I think the height, I gave it a three because you just don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> it's so hard to tell. Yeah. Until we actually see what's going on, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go by. Um, I think the height's going to be good. Yeah, because I can just tell kind of by the tail spinning up there. It looks pretty high. Yeah, these, so these will I'm be in that. for March at Starfireworks, yep. and I'm sure because you're going to get them in. These are going to be shot at the demo show. Yep, yep, they'll at be the shot at the demo show, show at the yeah, dealer show. Yep. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So stay tuned for that. 
And uh, that's it. Our final score is 28 from Johnny Starr and 26. Ron the Banker with a Black Scorpion Venomous Tales, uh, the first or one of the first of the Pyro Slut line. Yeah, so it's going to be uh, underneath the Pyro Slut logo, so it will not be Black Scorpion. It will be Pyro, Pyro Slut. Slut. That's right. Pyro, uh, Black Scorpion is making them for us. Yep. That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, what uh, what does a three fifty cake usually run you? Um, they're probably going to be priced around anywhere between twenty five to thirty five. Oh, that's yep. a great deal. Yep, great deal. All right, get yours now. Sounds good. Star fireworks light up your night. We're open all year long. When the smoke clears, we're still here. With star, you won't go wrong. We price them low. All right, John. We got some some more news. All righty. All right. We got uh, now. We just do a little some news from Fargo and other stuff. Uh, here's uh, Fargo news. Fargo man arrested in connection with counterfeiting operation. Uh, really? So yeah, that's it's, uh, Fargo police. Uh, it's this September 2023 receiving a report of potential counterfeit counterfeiting operation in North Fargo. Responsible for selling fake IDs. Well, I thought this was money. This is just fake. Oh, IDs. fake IDs. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. We don't care about that. Yeah. All right. Did you know that they're putting in a new water park in Fargo? Uh, I heard something like that. Yeah. Reservations for the Wave Water Park are two years away. Company building the largest indoor water park in the tri-state region says funding is in place to allow construction to begin as the frost lifts. Wave Water Park set for a soft opening in December of 2025. You have to wait two years from today to make reservations. I know you love stuff like that. I love water parks, yeah. I'm glad they're making an indoor one because yeah. the outdoor one would last would be open for like for four weeks. Yeah, you're a you're really a sick person that yeah, likes water yeah. parks. I like water parks. That's I don't. We should, well, we, I can you I can see. We, if we gave if we gave out homework to people and said how many people like water parks. I think I'd be in the I'd be in the majority. I don't think yeah, a lot. Of I think I yeah I think uh, well it depends on what class you're in. What do you mean class? Well, like if you're a seventh grader, you're going to vote for oh, water park. Well, that's what I'm saying. You ask a bunch of kids in college, maybe se- not. We ask a bunch of 60-year-olds okay. who well, like well, water parks. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but in my case, I'm going to be in the seventh grade. So, I, yeah, I, <laughs> so you're I going, like the water park. What, did you hit like 30 and started going backwards? Yeah, uh, they call me Benjamin Buttons. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, John. Four of the safest tourist destinations in Mexico right now. What do you think is number one? Cabo. You are correct, sir. Cabo San Lucas, number one in uh, safety when it comes to... Number two, I'm going to say probably Playa del Carmen. No. Yeah. No. And number two is... La Paz. Oh, okay. So same area. Yeah, Baja. It's still yeah, Baja. Yeah. Uh, another one is um, Puerto Vallarta. Puerto Vallarta, yep, yep. I should know this that. Playa del Carmen's Cancun, so that's not safe. Yeah. Yeah, okay. There's another one that I've never heard of. Is Merida, maybe? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Merida. I figure Merida would be How did, Where is that at? Uh, it's in mainland, but it's really warm there. It's That's a nice area. I, I have a friend of mine from Minnesota that goes there quite a bit, and he likes it. I haven't, I haven't been there, but I, I kind of figured that it's starting to become more and more popular. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, Cabo... Uh, 
officially considered a low-risk destination with only 23% of residents reporting feeling unsafe, a far lower percentage than your average large U.S. destination. For yeah. years now, Los Cabos <clears throat> has managed to keep crime levels largely under control in stark contrast with other gang-dominated municipalities. <laughs> Northern northern half of Baja California Peninsula has taken no chances when it become when it comes to ensuring tourist hotspots safety, which is true. There's a picture here of the Tesoro. Well, like but, I say, when you have when that's all your money, I think the cartel knows that. Yeah, and when you have big big corporations in there that are you know, and even some that are you know, I'm sure backed you know and and wholly by cartel money. Uh, they're not going to let little crime get in the way of the big picture. Even they're right. smart enough to know that. Right, right, exactly. So here's another story, John. This is one of these goofy ones. Uh, this is what I think I think it went viral or something, but I, I see maybe like some of these millennials using this weather. It's a human dog bed. People can buy this now. Oh, okay. Would you Would you actually sleep in one of those? No. Uh, no, no, nor would I go camping. I mean, yeah, yeah, we do it on a boat, but yeah. I mean, doesn't that seem crazy to you? Look at that picture. Would you do that? Well, you know, I, mean, I, I could see that's because, you know, you know, like some of the rental properties, you know, they give you this one month free, you know, and in the South Loop, they could never last. They would always move out a year later because right. they go down the street and they get one month free. And I realized what a lot of these millennials, and I'm not going to say, I'm just whatever, younger people. They don't even unpack. They move in with right. basic stuff. I guess. But and then they move out so quick. So I could see this working for them because like, who needs a bedroom set? Who needs this? They're all about, um, I will say that there's no goals for a lot of young people. It's more like, who needs it? It's just a waste of money, you know? And um, I bet who wants to live like, who wants to sleep like a dog? I mean, they, what, they crap in the yard and they drink out of the toilet i i know well i don't know where, where your dog goes but you know I mean, well I, mean, I don't have a dog but they yeah. crap in the yard but i'm just saying i could really see people because this is all about simplicity you know like they spend this money on a on a small little the tiny homes why would you want a tiny home and spend money like this and live like a, a doll when right. you couldn't afford to just have a little bit bigger home you know what i'm saying like it's like this whole simplicity thing like they're taking right. away from the earth if they whatever i don't well, yeah, know where they're that, coming up with that's this a stuff. common occurrence when you talk about climate changes there's people who think that we should be on this planet and not affect it one bit which we would all die yeah so sleep on right. a dog bed you know and and that's and you know what like i always tell people i'm glad Sleep on a dog bed because if I need a new bedroom set, there might not be a backlog on it. I'll get it sooner, you know? Uh, yeah, I got I got news for you. If you're like in your early 20s and you're trying to impress a woman, trying to get laid, having a dog bed isn't going to do it for you. No. Mm-mm. No. No. Well, Save speak- your money. Buy a cool bedroom set where you can chain her up to. <laughs> there you go. And going on the other complete other end of the spectrum, luxury brand Hermes. You've heard of them? H-E-R-M-E-S? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have their belts. Do you? Yeah. They sell single paper envelope for a hundred and twenty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. You could buy a Hermes envelope, and I want to for one hundred twenty-five. It should lick me. I would. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what's going to happen? Want to see is a picture of the envelope? The, there um, you know these the people who would buy a dog bed would probably also buy this envelope. Well, no, that about, seems counterintuitive to me. But they're all about. You know, show on the outside. Oh, know? okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Look at my cool envelope, but I'm sleeping in a dog bed. Exactly. I think your priorities are messed up. 
Well, they're definitely messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I, I couldn't. I mean, it's an envelope. You're going to put something in the mail and you're going to send it away. Yeah, and then you ever see what an envelope looks like by the time you get it? I mean, it's, you know, it's, yeah. nobody really cares. But, you know, I did see a funny movie. I'm trying to think of a name. I was trying to think of a name <clears throat> this whole podcast. What? Um, it was with Vince Vaughn. I think I saw it on Netflix. Okay. Um, oh, my God. It was, was it a um, new movie? I don't know if it was a new movie or not. It was one of them late night movies I was watching. And um, let's take a break here. Let's talk about it first so we can come back and do it because it's really funny. Okay. Okay. Boy, all, right, all right. Now we're back. So Arkansas. So the movie is Arkansas. John. The movie is called Arkansas. Kyle and, Kyle and Swin live by the orders of the Arkansas-based drug kingpin named Frog. Frog, yep. Whom they, they've never met. But when a deal goes horribly wrong, the consequences, blah blah blah. So, so what do you what do you what do you want to tell us about? It this was movie? really pretty cool because they Frog in his early years had to leave wherever he was at. I don't know what if he's in Alabama or whatever he was at. So they sent him down to Arkansas to go meet this guy, and this guy would set him up in his business. Right. So what did they do? They said. Go down in Arkansas and you see this guy, and he's sitting in a fireworks store. Okay. And he's got, you can see the TNT, and we got to bring it up on TV. You can actually see the TNT um, stuff, you know, and right. all that. Right. And then they talk about a guy that operates his own little drug empire who ends up like beating up Vince Vaughn in the, you know, in right. the beginning. And he's like, he does whatever I, he acts on his own. He used to work for me, but now he acts on his own. And, um, you know, he cops everything I do. And then they flash to across the street and it says Shelton fireworks. And it's like hilarious. I'm like, oh my God. I mean, I don't even know if they got permission from TNT. Right, right, right. And Greg Shelton for having that in the movie, but it was quite funny when he goes and he like he copies everything I do and he like points out the window and then they they, 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 Shelton fireworks. they show Shelton go. fireworks. So it was hilarious. Uh, so we'll I was thinking about that. that. Yeah, we gotta look up that movie. Really hilarious. But it was actually a good movie. <coughs> but I uh, had to share that with you how it was so funny how they yeah. got TNT and there you he go. Goes, he copies everything I do and then Shelton fireworks. And he opens up his own fires. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, well, that would be uh, well, you know, it's it, it wouldn't be unheard of for people in the fireworks industry to just keep opening up. Yeah, or else, or basically to be like drug kingpins in the fireworks was a front. Yeah, exactly. You know. All right, John. What would Johnny do? Last one before we head out. I'm going to call this one, John. Brakes on a plane. You heard of snakes on a plane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is brakes on a plane. It's not what you think. It's not the brakes that are stopping the plane. It's brake like breaking wind. Okay, got it. So did you hear this story? Farting passenger forces plane to make an emergency landing. Uh, uh, A flight from Dubai to Amsterdam had to make an emergency landing in Vienna after a fight broke out because one of the passengers wouldn't stop breaking wind. A fart-induced fracas happened. The fracas happened February 11th aboard Transavia Airlines uh, when two men sitting two men sitting next together next to an apparently very flatulent man raised a stink about his repeated gas attacks, according to Fox News. 
When the alleged perpetrator didn't stop, his disgusted seatmates reportedly complained to an airline crew who apparently did nothing. Instead, the captain issued a warning to the two complainants. So the guy's farting, and these two people complain, and then the captain calls them out for complaining, accusing them of noisy and aggressive behavior and making threats, according to the Times. When the freedom from Flatulence fighters wouldn't stop griping about their fellow passengers, a fight broke out, and... uh, and that's it. The pilots then had made an emergency stop in Vienna and removed the complainants, but apparently not the farting man. The two women sitting in the same row as the angry men were also forced off the plane as well. All four people reportedly shared Dutch and Moroccan ancestry, and were, but the two women claim they were simply sitting in the same row as the men involved in the incident. So what does is, what is Johnny do on a plane like that? Are you taking the farter's position or the, the one's trying to... I mean, was it loud? I feel like you couldn't hear a fart on a plane because there's so much noise and you're farting into a cushion. What's the... Yeah, I mean... I mean, I've farted on a plane before. Yeah, I figured. Uh, <laughs> You've uh, never farted on a plane. No, never. Yeah, through all the miles you log, come on. No, I'd go to the bathroom <laughs> first. Um, well, you know, me being one of them that always, you know has to go to the bathroom every time I eat and stuff like that. And, you know, so you really can't stop sometimes Yeah, you know, I'm sure the guy was trying to hold it in. I mean, obviously, you know, nobody wants to be the guy that just lets a bunch of gas out, you know? Um, right. So you really can't blame the guy if he's got a, he has a real problem. You know what I mean? Well, it sounds like he's got a medical problem. Yeah. So, uh, you know, yelling at him and screaming at him or calling him out on. I mean, I've been on a plane where I'm like, oh, my God, is that really bad? You know what I mean? But what are you going to do? You know what I mean? I'm sure the guy is right. also sitting there going, oh, geez, I hope nobody smells that, you know. But so, yeah, I mean, when you're screaming and yelling at a at a person for farting, which is kind of a thing that you really can't stop if you got problems. Right. You know, obviously, he could have tried to go to the bathroom and just or good stood up in the back of the plane or whatever. But, you know, I'd like to know how big the guy was actually and everything else to see, like, he probably wasn't prime, you know, maybe he couldn't just get up and go somewhere. You know what I mean? So I, I, yeah, but I feel like if you just start farting, you, you can't fart for an entire flight. I mean, at some point yeah. you're just going to have to go to the bathroom. I mean, right. Yeah. I would think yeah, so. You, and then you stop farting. It yeah. seems to be, that's my, the way I operate. Yeah, so. I would, I would think so. So unless, you know, like some people could like, I mean, I, but where again, I remember like as a kid, there'd be like some that would just like let out a loud fart. I know I could never do that on demand or, you know, I don't know how they did it, whatever. But so if you got a guy like just like that, like I'll right. show you, you know, I'll right. just fart in your face. Right. I could maybe see it, but I'm pretty sure that, I mean, I can't fart on command, and I no. wouldn't want to because God only knows, you know, you think it could be a fart, it could be something else. So, yeah, who wants to play those games? Believe it or not, my sister can fart on command. Really? Yes. Really? Shocking. I don't know how she does it, but she she could always do it. And that. how do you know this? Uh, she, when we were kids. When you were kids, yeah. She, I, don't, I, I don't think she I'm assuming she still she wouldn't do it, but I'm assuming she still has the skill set to do it. But, yeah, you never know, you know. <laughs> As women get older, it could that that fart could be something else? Oh, you know, just yeah. be like out, you know, so push out a kidney. Yeah, so I mean, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure the guy wasn't doing it intentionally, so I would have to go on his side that you know he can't help himself. Now, if he was doing it deliberately, well, then right. you know, right. So yeah, I'm just saying, you know, when you're on a plane, 
You better not cause trouble. I'm on a plane all the time. You better not cause trouble because oh, they have not, no tolerance. There is no tolerance, and no. there is no um, you know any of this you know group that's going to get behind you and you know your life matters on an airplane. No, it doesn't. Right. They're gonna. They're not gonna. They're not tolerant about none of that stuff. So yeah. Well, all right. So John, you you it sounds like you would just kind of sit there and bite your tongue and. Yeah, as long as the guy wasn't smelling up the joint, well, I don't. Well, care. I mean, I'm sure it was smelling. That's why they. I, that's what I called them out on could, it. But I don't. Even, I feel like if you farted you know, on a I, seat cushion, it's I, not gonna. Smell. Oh God, yeah, no, it smells. I mean, you know, oh. and I think, and I think the silent ones are the ones. Oh that yeah, really always silent but deadly. Absolutely. Yeah, so SPD. I'm sure they were silent, but they were probably deadly. Oh yeah, and uh, but yeah, so I mean. Me, I would just get up and, you know, half the time I'm on an airplane, I go to the back anyways and sit there. I mean, I stand Yeah, you go there. talk to the waitress. Yeah, I go stuff, talk yeah. to the flight like attendants yeah. and I stand back there because I really don't want to sit down that long anyway. So I mostly stand a lot of my flights yeah. until they make me sit down, you know. Yeah. And, um, you know, but it's you, very seldom they ever tell a 1K guy to sit down. He's like, no, this, no. Guy's, <laughs> well, yeah. this guy's got 1K. Just let him, let him yeah, stand yeah. up. He probably you know? He's one of us. He probably has Hermes envelopes. Yeah. We, we yeah, can't yeah, mess no, with yeah, him. Yeah, don't mess with him. This guy loves United. You know, don't mess yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, he's going to go home and sleep I said the same bed. thing. Like, if, you know, like my dad had, I don't know, 95 people show up to the luncheon, you know, for his It week. was awesome. And then for the actual wake, I can't tell you how many people I got. Oh, that was the longest procession I've ever yeah, been a part I gotta, of. I got to mail all the thank you cards out and all that I got, they got sent to me and stuff. And um, so I just said, like, if I were to pass away, there'd be like 11 people. It'd be like. No, that's not true. It would be like, yeah, I was the flight attendant on his <laughs> L.A. flight. I was the flight attendant on his Cabo flight. You know, like my dad uh -huh. and they were like, they couldn't come up to me. Oh, we knew your dad from the greatest cave. The next big group, we knew your dad from the greatest cave. It'd be like me. It'd be like United Airlines flight six eighty four. He loved that flight. You know, I would think more. there. I would think there would be at least a dozen or so who just want to go to check to make sure you are actually dead. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They would definitely, uh, uh, definitely do that. Yeah, they would want to make sure I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't like to get on an airplane when people owe me money because you know they're hoping that the plane. Goes oh down. man, that's a that's a bad thought. I never thought. Yeah, of. They, you know they're hoping. I mean, for you it doesn't really matter because it's it's like the bank, you know. So they're not going to really hold you accountable. You know what I mean? But no, you know. But like no, in my no. case, it's me. You know, they think like if I yeah, go, there no. won't be no Dino if, or Steve if, hounding. Yeah, yeah. Them. No, if I go down, there's there's yeah. somebody else that's going to take over the portfolio and say, hey, you owe us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So not really hoping you go down, so you can't. No, you know, no. Like yeah. with me, there's a lot of people. Every time I get on an airplane, just hoping that just goes. I've, yeah, I've, I mean, I've been called a lot of bad names and wished a lot of bad things upon me, but yeah, no, nobody ever cares if I go down. And no. no, like you say, at the end of the day, you say, "Listen, it's not my fault. I just work for the." That's bank. that's what I tell them. I say, yeah. "You should pay your bills, and then we wouldn't be in this we're predicament." Being, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, well, um, what else? Uh, we, we were doing a little text back and forth. Pauline and I went somewhere on uh, Saturday. What do you got against the name Wolfgang? Wolfgang, well, you don't I, like I, it? No, no. You would rather be called Wolfie? Well, Wolfie. A little, bit, better? Oh, okay. a little bit better for there me, but I mean, who just names their name Wolfgang? Well, it's his name after, is Eddie. after after okay. Mo, after Mozart. You see, there he is, right there, the kid in the picture. Yeah, yeah. The I mean, okay, his name is Eddie. His dad's name was Eddie, and his wife was, and his mom was Valerie Bertinelli. Okay, exactly. Okay, yeah. Eddie, Valerie, Wolfgang. But Come if, on. if you're uh, if you're an artist and a star and a rock star, you can name your kid whatever He's you want. Not. I mean, doesn't Kanye didn't he name his kids East and West or something stupid? Well, consider the source. Yeah, well, well, Kanye. Well, I think Wolfgang, but you can be called Wolf for shorty. You know, I, I, that'd be cool. 
Yeah. yeah. Wolfgang, I mean, just, you know. I, I think mean, they call him Wolf. Wolfie. Wolfie. I mean, yeah. Wolfie's a little bit better, but really, do you want to be, be 50 years old, people going Wolfie? Well, it's a, they named after Wolfgang. I was Wolfgang Mark, Mark, Mo, Mo, Mozart. It's after Mozart. Mozart. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the, music, so the, the game was the Wolfgang Mozart. Well, that was Wolf. Yeah, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart was the composer. <coughs> That's yeah. why they named the Wolfgang. I think uh, you know Eddie Junior would have been fine. <laughs> you know? I don't know. No, I, 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 Wolf, I was. It was funny. We were texting back. Yeah, there. Wolfie. I mean, I like Wolfie. I, I said a little bit better with Wolfie, but yeah. Wolfgang. You know, if you ever met him, you can call him Wolf. Yeah, why don't you just name your son Chain Gang? You know, <laughs> you just don't like gang. Is yeah, that I, it? yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of things I don't like about Wolf Gang. Period. Yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah. Um, well, uh, Louis had, had texted in there and said, you know, something about Beethoven. Or he said a Beethoven's fifth, or whatever. that was Beethoven. That wasn't Mozart. You knucklehead. When Louis text, I you, don't even look at his part of the text. <laughs> yeah, join the club. If I don't see an RC <laughs> underneath it, I don't even look at it. You know. <laughs> Yeah, if I'm not copied, yeah. yeah. If I don't see an RC on it, that means that he, you know, you're not getting nothing out of me. I mean, there's nothing there. Yeah, if I don't see an RC on it, I'm sitting back. Poor you know? Louis. Yeah, if Poor I see Louis. Paul's on there, I may, you know, put an LOL in there. But if I don't really see an RC copied, I'm not doing nothing. All know? right. Well, I, anyway, that, there's Wolfie. I, I think you'd. I don't know if you'd like his music. It's a little heavy for you, but it was. It's good. He does um, good. He does good. He doesn't play his dad's music. He refuses. Well, that's good. Yeah. He wants, to, well, he wants he said, to be on his he own. He said his dad told him, don't do me, do you. Do and, you. And, exactly. And, but he takes a lot. And he's younger. He's in his he's 34. Yeah. He takes a lot of crap on social media because all people are like, you got to play your dad's stuff. And he just refuses. He's like, no. no. That's good. But he he does he did, did, does good stuff. So, but anyway. And you went to see him in Madison, Wisconsin? I don't know why we don't just live in another state. I don't know It was why so either. beautiful, John. It was just so nice. The The... the we went to see him here in Chicago at the Vic. Uh-huh. The Vic didn't, and this was in November. They didn't have have running water in the bathrooms. You had to go outside to porta potty in November. They, my sister got locked outside. It was it was dirty and disgusting. The seats. We went to Madison, Wisconsin, the place called the Sylvie. It was beautiful. It was brand new. It was, it was, it was, there was the bar. You didn't feel like you were going to get, you know, yeah, uh, herpes no. from the bar. The The restaurant right was literally right next door. It cost $8 to park, John. I know, $8 yeah. to park. We, I, we stayed overnight in a hotel, but I could have been home by 1230. It's yeah. only two hours from oh, yeah. where No, we just live. like when we went to Milwaukee to see a concert. Such oh, a yeah. much better venue. I mean. I don't know why we don't live in. You know, when I uh, went to. Um, Regis Philbin's uh, birthday bash for, um, uh, oh my God, uh, the comedian, the famous uh, Jewish comedian. Um, uh, oh my God. He would, I always said he would insult you for the half, he would insult everybody the first half show and apologize the second oh, half. Oh, Don Rickles? Don Rickles. Yeah. So I went for Don Rickles' 90th birthday bash. It was down in Tampa. And it was such a, a great thing. You pulled up, you valeted the car, you went right inside. It was such an easy, easy thing to right. do. And if they would have had that in Chicago, it would have been $35 oh. to park. People yeah. would be yelling and screaming, blowing whistles at you. Yeah. Oh, and they had, because their parking garage was literally right in it. It was the, the venue was in the middle, huge parking garage on yeah. one side and the restaurant on the other. It was, you, 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 and it was cold, but you only had to walk 30 feet. Well, look how nice in Milwaukee. We literally stayed in a restaurant until the line went down. We right. watched the line from the window and then walked over. Right. Was the, the parking garage was $8 to park and... There was a guy when you when you went into the parking garage. A guy standing there, even though it was automatic, and said, 
Take your ticket with you now. Pay now so you don't have to wait in the line later, which yeah. is awesome. They don't do that in Chicago. No. And then on the way out, they had the gates up, and there was like four people standing there because there's two exits, four people standing there, and they would just take your ticket, and yeah. you could just get right out. Right out. And at the hotel, you know, because you prepay for parking or what, you yeah. know, parking on your hotel, but they had the thing where it recognizes your license yeah. plate. Go right in. Go right out. It, but, but, and I got another problem. What the heck is Uber's problem? Hmm. They want it was it was our hotel was it had to be like uh, a mile and a half mm-hmm. from from the venue. It, it was it was a four minute trip, uh-huh. and we tried to book an Uber because oh, we didn't park. We didn't know anything about it. They wanted forty seven dollars one way to go like a mile and a half. No, because they. They see congestion or whatever, and then they do all these surcharges. But it was, it shouldn't have been, yeah, maybe because they knew there would be an event or something. But yeah, they, I, I told Pauline, I said, well, this is, I go, we got to be able to find parking. Because by the time you come back and forth, the tip is going to be over $100. I said, let's just take our chances. And then, well, sure enough, we got there, it was $8 to park. And it cost maybe 50 cents in gas. I yeah, no, know. I mean, that's why, like, when I land in LA, I jump right into a taxi. It takes me $54. I try and go on Uber, $80, $90. Uber's got so many people so buffaloed that it's so easy. Right. You go on your app and just hit it, and it was cheaper in the beginning, but now you really have to no. watch Uber. Like even from the airport to my dad's house is 20 bucks by taxi. If you go on Uber, sometimes it's $40. Sometimes yeah, it's, it's $38. It's crazy. It's crazy. It was just crazy. They look at the plane coming in, this, that, whatever. Yeah, I always tell everyone, you know, Uber is great. You know, you know when to me when Uber is really good, when you're in the middle, not when in the middle of nowhere, but just say you're like at an address somewhere in Milwaukee, not even at a hotel. Where, right. You know, there's no cars around. You call up Uber. There's, a, you know, a somebody will there. be in the area like no, there's going to be no taxi waiting in front of my apartment building in Vernon Hills. But if I hit Uber, there'll be somebody around and it's right. not that bad. But when you want to take Uber from a destination like a hotel, an airport, any of those places, you're paying more money. Right. And what and what Paul reminded me is too is a lot of people use Uber because, you know, $900 is way cheaper than a DUI. So, well, yeah. and I I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. I had one drink with dinner and yeah. then the rest of the night cuz it was standing room only uh, where we it was it was uh where we were was only $25 a ticket and it was standing room. It's like this place was like imagine like a a Cabo Wobble, but just twice the size. Yeah, it was the same yeah. same setup. Bar well, it was like in the back. big theater. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, this was a bar in the back. There was just a pit in the middle, you mm-hmm. know, and you could stand there and watch. It was for, I mean, I don't know what was he get maybe fifteen hundred people to a show, but yeah. So it was, but I was just like, you know, I'm not going to drink at the show anyway. If I have one drink with dinner four hours later, yeah. yeah. So we're fine, but yeah, but if you're drunk, then yeah, I would say I would definitely recommend an Uber. But if not, oh, yeah. Because you're going to get an Uber a lot quicker than a cab. Yeah, that's and that's one benefit. of the reasons why for the Las Vegas show, I'm staying at Resorts World because you walk out of the convention center, they have all these Teslas, and they take you right for free. It's free right now anyways, but it takes you right right down in a tunnel. You're at Resorts World in like two minutes, and I'm sure they probably have it hooked up already to the Fountain Blue because it's a new construction. Yeah. But it's supposed to be going to all the hotels eventually. You know, one of Elon Musk's, you know, whatever projects, yeah. projects with the tunnel boring, whatever he does. But it's so great. And I said, you know what? Vegas does nothing for me. I'm not a gambler. I can come out of the convention center and get right in a Tesla, me and the driver, zip down in the tunnel. It's like kind of, it's like a little giant racetrack down there. You're, you're to Resorts World in two minutes. 
three minutes. It's free, no traffic, no nothing. Yeah. And then at least I get my Hilton points. Or what am I getting from Caesars? I'm not getting nothing from Caesars. I mean, yeah. I don't gamble. So You're going to the ASD show again? ASD show, yeah. There mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. When is that? Uh, March 9th. March 9th. Yeah. And then the <coughs> the dealer show is coming up, all that stuff. We'll have more. We'll, yeah. we'll put out some videos and talk about that. So yeah. Sounds good. Anyway, it's been a good one, John. Uh, uh, this one is uh, in honor of Poppy. Yep. We'll, uh, you know, rest in peace. and uh, Yeah, rest in peace, Dad. Because we know he's he's having fun wherever he is. And he's he, uh, smiling away, always smiling. When you when they were putting him in the vault, right, mm-hmm. and there was in the crypt, they go, yeah. the crypt, they go back to back. Yeah. And then you were showing. And I, it's one of those things where I didn't know if I wanted to say what I had in my head because you never know. You're at a wet funeral, yeah, right? Yeah. But I know you always have a good sense of humor. Yeah. But And then you were telling me about the relatives in this one and that one. They were all close together, and your dad was going in there, and I was like, Boy, I sure hope they have a bartender up there. Oh, boy, yeah. They're going to need a bartender up there, yeah. Yeah. They better have doers for them, that's for sure. There you go. Yep. Have a doers. Yep. All right. Later. later.